Hello, and welcome to Her Mighty Surrender. This is Therese Picola. I have a really exciting guest today, um, but before we get started with that, let's go ahead and pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, united with your mystical body, the Church, and in union with all the choirs of angels in heaven, we gather to praise, adore, and glorify you. Before time, you existed co-eternal with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Through you, all things were created, the seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominions, virtues, powers, principalities, archangels, and angels. The cosmos and all it contains was created by the Father through you and in the Holy Spirit. Nothing would exist without you, and nothing remains in being without you. You alone have dominion over every created thing. To you, then, our Lord and Master, we raise our voices in prayer and supplication. Watch over us and keep us safe in your care. By your power over all things, render deaf, dumb, blind, and utterly impotent any and all evil spirits who would seek to harm us. By the power of your most precious blood, purify and sanctify us, this podcast, and all who hear it. Grant that the words, thoughts, ideas, and movements of our hearts shared in this program may glorify you, the one true God, and help us grow in virtue and holiness. Heavenly Father, your boundless, relentless love for us is made manifest in the incarnation of Jesus, your Son. Through him you have expiated our sins and claimed us as your own. Please hear and grant our prayers offered to you through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today I have a, a guest um, this is the first time I'll be having a guest on the podcast, but I thought it was a perfect time to bring on my dear, sweet husband, John, who I say dear and sweet, and I'm saying that as I'm smiling at him, but but honestly, um, in light of the experience that we've had, um, I couldn't have done it without him, and he is um, the pillar of our family and of of the difficulties that we had to go through. And so I thought it would be important today to um, have him share his experience of um, being uh, the one who supports and lives with a person who is going through an affliction. Um, so I'm going to let him do most of the talking today. Um, and uh, and don't mind if we sometimes maybe crack a a giggle or two because we do tend to um, make each other laugh a lot when we do more serious things like this. So, um, but I think the first thing I um, I would like to ask is, um, what was it like for you when you first found out um, that um, I was going to? Uh, well, before we even knew I was going to go through exorcism, but that found out that I was having some type of oppression or spiritual battle going on what what was that like for you well let me back that up and say i will fast forward to the once we found out that you had to go through the exorcisms because we had initially gone through it with our younger son uh it was minor exorcisms that we had to go through and that was heavy enough but there was a bit of shock in realizing that you needed to once uh, father approached me and said that he received permission from the bishop to perform exorcism prayers over you that was um, very much a shock to me Uh, 
in many ways, emotionally being probably the most. And I immediately called our oldest son um, and spoke to him for a while through many tears, uh, realizing what the gravity of what was happening. And um, we prayed um, and I just had to kind of buckle up for what was to come. Uh, I had no idea what to expect, certainly no idea how long it would take um, for the liberation to happen, but just to, um, you know, just endure through it all. Do you remember what Father said to you? I remember you shared this with me, and then he also had said it to me at one point, but what he said about people who go through this experience, especially married couples. So it was during a confession to him, uh, he said to me, what happens, he has, in his experience, what he has seen that marriages can go one of two ways. Um, You either grow stronger together or the marriage splits. Um, And praise be to God for us, our marriage grew stronger and stronger as each session was happening. and it's it sounds kind of strange, but um, hearing what you hear during these sessions was very difficult. I know in the beginning it was hard for you to remember some of the things that the demons were saying through you. Um, but for me, hearing all that was uh, it was difficult, but during all of that, I could feel inside my love for you growing stronger and stronger. Um, it, it certainly was a test, but um, we, praise be to God, we got through it. Um, but it was hard. Now, I remember there was, and it, and as expected that it might happen at different times, there was a couple times, I think, where maybe we got in like um, arguments or frustrated or whatever, where it was like, where we could feel the tension of why why am I even doing this like you know why am I staying with you or whatever there was like I think at least one time that I can kind of recall I don't remember what the the reason was for it where but we like recognized it too I remember we were like whoa 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 like this is what father's talking about so well and to give a little backdrop the evil one knows our weaknesses and uh not excusing being an Italian male but I had a temper and um, it's it's an unfortunate stigma, I think, that's put on many Italians, but it is true with me. And so throughout our marriage, I always had a temper. Well, um, the evil one can play on that temperament. And so, yeah, we did one time, uh, I remember going through a very difficult um, argument with you and it was right before a session, wasn't it? Yeah, and it it seems like every time there was any kind of friction or conflict, it was always right when we were leading up because those few days leading up to a session were always like stressful. Either I wasn't feeling well or you didn't, you know, you were agitated. In fact, it was because remember we went to because we always went to mass before a session and you didn't sit with me in the church it's so much i mean it's not funny but it's funny thinking about it because it's like we were being so like kindergartenish you know what i mean like in our well, behavior but we it was more just out of frustration yes um but that being said so before we talk more about sessions like what would you say 
like the environment in the house was maybe when we in the beginning and then what did it turn into as we got deeper into sessions so there was definitely a feeling of um kind of not walking on eggshells around the house but there was a little bit of (coughs) excuse me tenseness um at times in the house um just because have all our children were around and having them see their mother go through this it was hard enough to for the little bit that we saw with our son but then to see the the matriarch if you will of the family go through this and our children are all very close to you so that also was kind of a bit of a shock to them um, to see that you would have to go through something uh, like this, an experience of this. Now, remember, I remember in the beginning, I would obviously, as we first started the sessions, there was a lot of turmoil for me, like not sleeping all night and and feeling distracted and, and obviously <clears throat> things that would be in the room and that type of thing. But remember, you didn't initially experience that. No. So do you remember the first time you experienced that? I don't remember specifically the first time. I remember that uh, there were times where suddenly the bed would, and I know you said you would feel where the bed would shake. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I remember this one time where the bed was vibrating. Like literally, we had a bed that was had an electric vibration system in it. And um, I remember that. I do remember times where the the bed would almost be like a thumping uh, sound or a feeling against the bed, like someone was punching the bed. Um, Also, when also when there were times where I would lay there and I would feel my eyes were closed, but I would feel these images and I know we say images but it was a feeling of something swimming around the room like uh and I used the term swimming it was more flying but like they were and they were dark black figures and it was strange because I could I couldn't see them with my eyes open but I could feel them with my eyes shut um and in speaking with the uh, psychotherapist uh, that was assigned to you for during your sessions about it. When I spoke to her, she said, um, what color were they? Were they gray or were they black? And I said, no, no, they were black. And she <laughs> she responded with, oh, oh, those, those are the higher demons. Um, so I said, yeah, it's just, it was very weird. Um, and there would be a sense of evil in the room, like you can almost feel an evil presence. Um, Didn't you smell something one yes. time? Because yes. remember, we never really understood the whole smell thing with evil, but we worked with some people who have those gifts. Mm-hmm. And I had smelled, I remember at one point, but you specifically smelled something that one time. Yeah, it was it was a very foul odor. Yeah, where was that? Uh, right by your dresser. Right. Right, like almost like like feces or something, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. 
which was, it's funny because we, we laugh about smells and how I've had experiences good and bad with smells. And you would be like, I don't smell anything. And it'd be like, wait, and then you did. And you're like, I don't want to smell that again. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and we also, during the time of your sessions, because they ended up lasting uh, a year and a half, um, we had asked, we had asked priests to come pray the mass in our house, but also to bless the house. And the one priest that came when, when he came into our bedroom, he told me after the fact that he couldn't initially say the prayers because he felt choked. There was mm -hmm. something choking his voice from actually praying, um, the prayers of uh, exorcism as he was blessing the house. Um, so we knew that there was definitely some evil presence, um, which can lead into a whole nother story about mm -hmm. something that happened, which if you want, we could speak about that. We can, I think what we'll probably do is do another podcast where we talk about the experiences in the house. Because well, there's nothing like dangling a carrot well, <laughs> to your audience. <laughs> well, just because I'd like to like, also, I think, um, it's good to do an overview and then, um, we can always go back, but, but because I think, I think it's really important for you to, as the, as a witness, um, as a witness to spiritual warfare, as opposed to the one going through, I mean, we were both going through it, but as the one for myself going through the sessions and not seeing myself and, and hearing myself the same way, your experience was obviously much different. I think in many ways equally as difficult because here you're watching this person you love, like doing all these things and saying all these things. And I know in the beginning you did not sit next to me. No, they had, I, I wasn't sure of my place, uh, where to sit. Um, there are some strong personalities, and I guess they have to be um, for the to volunteer to do what they do. These are just beautiful, holy people. Um, but I, I actually sat as far from you as I could, um, and I just found comfort in this one couple, and I used to sit near them. Um, they weren't physical participants in, of the sessions, um, because there were a group of five that would hold you down. So especially in the beginning, um, you were very violent. Um, I should say the demons were very violent using your body. Um, and it was the usual stuff, uh, as our oldest son will say, it's the, the evil ones, theatrics. But it, it's, it was something to witness for the first time. Um, it was very shocking to see um, there were times where the five of them, there were two very strong men um, that couldn't hold you down. Um, you lifted them off the ground like it was nothing. Fortunately, there was no violence beyond that where they were getting tossed across a room, which we have heard in other uh, sessions happening. But... Um, just and and some of the things that the demons were saying through the through you i remember initially the hardest one for me to hear was um when father asked what do they want and they replied death and i immediately 
began to tear up and start to cry that one hurt the most um, to hear that and they told me afterwards the group did that that's very common that's the, the demons want all of us dead um, but still being your spouse and hearing that was very hard um, and seeing the the strength that they have um, to just take over um, both your they didn't take over your will they took over your body at, both in a physical way and through your voice your voice changed um, now in the beginning I didn't see because I was sitting in the back I also did that I think God also did that on purpose to protect me from seeing what some of the uh, the facial contortions that would happen uh, during the especially the early sessions when they have such control of you so I didn't see that but um, just just hearing some of the things that now going back to you not so much them some of the things that you had to renounce uh, from your past that was very hard for me to hear sometimes. Um, not that they all weren't hard, but some were harder than others to hear. And um, I remember becoming very upset again during one session when you had to renounce. And I was sitting with the couple and I talked to the man afterwards and I said to him, you know, that was that was a very hard session. And he said, it was hard for me to hear. I can't imagine how hard it is for you to have to hear that. And so it certainly tested the sacrament of our marriage. It, it, it was hard. It was very hard to hear those things. But praise be to God. And through the prayer, the prayers that are said during those sessions, each session was anywhere from two to three hours, usually two hours. Some of, some of the ones early on went a little longer. I think it was like a three and a half hour one at one point. When Possibly. He, when he didn't want to stop. Um, but there's such, such beautiful prayers that I could feel my faith growing as I was saying these prayers. Um, and so in a sense, it's it's kind of weird but I looked forward to going to the sessions because of those beautiful prayers we were praying, of course, for your liberation. And so it was, um, there was a lot to, to digest, if you will. Um, so we'll first talk positive first, because positive is always better, and then negative. So positive, from a positive perspective, do you remember any of the experiences of saints or the Blessed Mother or... Or things of that nature happening during the sessions. Like, do you recall like some of those times, or what I what I said, or what yes. or what the, so, the demon said, or um, there were several saints. Uh, there was the Blessed Mother at one point. I remember you saying that you saw Saint Michael the Archangel. He was dressed in white with a red. I think it was a red. Was it, was, it a red? It sash? was like I think red on one side and white on the other, or something like that. It was yeah. like very. It was almost like translucent. It wasn't like solid. Um, Saint Don Bosco, Saint Gemma Galgani, um, Saint Padre Pio. 
a couple of times, St. John Paul II um, a couple of times, both in an older form and a younger, when he was a younger um, pontiff. Um, Do you, were you sitting next to me when Father held up the picture of the, the exorcist that, the uh, I don't remember his name, but he was the one before Father Am- Amorith? Yeah, I can't Amorth. Re- Amorth. Um, um, I don't remember his name. But were you were you at that point? Were you sitting up in the front when yeah, I would respond to the pictures? So sometimes, just to fast forward, about halfway through the sessions, again, this was a year and a half, um, and they would be some. We estimate there were probably about forty sessions. So I would say about halfway through, I started. I'm, I'm a big person, so they felt it was good for me. I had asked if I could sit next to you because what they would do is you would be in a, a pew and the end of the pew was kind of had a piece of wood sticking out. So it was like a barrier. So I would sit next to you just like the other man would do and brace you in, kind of lock you in um, to prevent movement because it can get very animated Um so what what I would witness is just your there, the demons' reactions to uh, different saints. Um, there were several saints, and the passionist saints uh, tended to be more of a reaction. Um, there was one, he's a blessed, uh, his name is... Um, He's one of the Polish... Blessed Jerzy. Blessed Jerzy Popielusko. Um, you had witnessed... So we we didn't know the story of what had happened with him. And <clears throat> you were describing in detail uh, how he died, how he was murdered. And you were a witness to it. It's like you saw what happened... Um, it was about 40 years earlier he had died. You actually saw all the detail, and you described in detail how he died. And we went, we then, subsequent to the session, watched it, and it was amazing how, for whatever reason, the Lord allowed you to see his death. Mm, I remember that because I remember not so much the full piece of that, but I remember the pain in my head because mm-hmm. I kept... I think I kept yelling like my head or my head or something like that. Um, There was also... um, The other thing you did was speak fluent Polish. Right. And it wasn't you, obviously. We don't speak Polish. Right. You could barely roll an Italian accent. (laughs) So (laughs) it was definitely um, something... I can butcher any language very well. (laughs) And so Father would say certain prayers... And they chose, for whatever reason, they chose different languages. Some of them were ancient languages uh, from the Middle East. Uh, sometimes they used that language. Uh, they German. spoke German, <laughs> yes. I remember that because I can still hear that. Yes. That piercing nine. Yes, yes. they would say nine, yes. you know, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, again, German, Polish, the ancient language, uh, Latin, um was being spoken by them so it was random of course English as well 
Um, so to kind of flip to like, since we're talking about how they were speaking, do you recall particular instances where you were like, yes, know, like, especially well, early on. Yeah. Uh, the, it, the way they spoke was very, um, <laughs> almost like, um, barbaric, like, um, almost like a gorilla we could you could if you can imagine a gorilla speaking um it was very deep deep guttural voice uh, voices and not complete sentences so they wouldn't speak fluidly they would choose certain words to speak but the initial ones were um very very hard and then there was also the mocking demon um that that was a uh, one that would just constantly mock it would mock father mock you certainly mock the blessed mother and that was one that started to really irritate father um because he has quite an affection for our lady so he had finally had it in this one session um i remember they they had said Mary, 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 Mary. And your head was just shaking violently from side to side. And he said, that's it. And he, we started to pray the Hail Mary, the Memorare. And we just kept saying the Hail Mary over and over again. And you were screaming and screaming. Um, and eventually, all of a sudden, it ended. And the demon fled, the mocking demon. And from then on, there was never anything like that um, in any of the sessions. Thank goodness. I, that one was exhausting, I remember. That one, and then obviously at, towards the end, was very exhausting too. But do you, what, did you experience, you know, we heard them talk a lot about my eyes and cloudy and all this. Like, did you ever see that like in a so session? So one time I was holding your feet. Your feet were ice cold. Um, it's hard to describe the coldness of it because I we've been told that hell is very cold, but they it was you were sweating yet your feet were just so cold and Father told us afterwards that demons would flee to the feet many times, so he would put images of the saints on your feet and also relics. So he had prayer cards with the images of the saints and he also used relics. Um, and they would actually leave an impression on your skin. It subsequently went away, but you would see red spots, especially he had Padre Pio, and he would place Padre Pio on your back. Um, and then the next day, your back would have a red mark on it. Um, it, it was like heat almost. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Did I answer your well, question? Well, I was just oh, talking your about eyes. the eyes. So the one they always told me during the sessions to not look at your eyes, um, to be very careful to not look at the eyes. <laughs> In a weird way, it almost reminds me of Dracula. You know, you never were supposed to look at his eyes. So of course, me being who I am, I looked up the one time at your eyes, and they were very. It, it was strange. It, it wasn't you for sure. Um, they were black. Um, and I just immediately looked away because it was like they took over your eyes. I don't know how it's even possible, but anyway, so I didn't do that any longer. 
and it wasn't until fast forward to the last session when you were finally liberated and I remember looking over at your eyes and you were just looking around the room your head was just looking in all different directions and I remember looking at your eyes and I started to cry and I because your eyes were normal again and it was like we started to realize that you were free um and it was so beautiful to see that yeah i i just remember like not even really believing it at first the last session was really hard and in the prior few leading up to it would you say like from from your perspective cuz i never obviously could i i couldn't hear my i could hear myself but not really like i always felt like the screaming and the 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 pressure of my voice almost felt like it was ripping at my vocal cords like from interiorly it was like it was so powerful like did it sound like that i guess on the from from your perspective or was that interiorly echoing you know was i actually hearing that like i i guess i could never really determine like what that really sounded like to everybody else I could only hear it from my perspective. Yeah, and the group that's there, they're such beautiful, holy people. This is something they were used to. Obviously, this is not something I was used to, and let alone the fact that it was my spouse going through all this. Um, Yes, the voices were very different. Um, Demons, each type of demon, it felt like, had different, chose different voices. Right. we later found out that one of them that had a a hold on you so i guess the evil one has five we found out the evil one has five generals if you will and one of them was one of the ones that was had his claws in you if Mm -hmm. you will and he was not letting go and it wasn't until the second third to last session that he was um, expelled and at that point it was weird because it wasn't I don't know how to say this but um, yeah he was gone but part of it was because the evil one himself was the one who took over and once that transition happened I remember it was your voice you were screaming and just just screaming get him out get him out get him out and you were crying and crying and crying because he was so much more than all the others combined he was just so overwhelming to you um and even the way he spoke through you he was you felt like he was ripping your vocal cords out um it was like a heavy vibration you described was going on through you and we talked to father about that and the others and apparently what happens in these sessions is the minor demons get expelled first and then it comes down to the one that has the key one that has the hold on you once he goes then satan steps in and he does not want to let go he does not want you to be liberated so he then tries and again it it sounds very i don't want to say hollywoodish but you see this in certain types of movies, but um, he's just a speck. 
he's he was the created he's not the creator and so the lord at any time could get him out but he wasn't going out without a fight and he was personally um making your life very miserable um you were suffering a lot those last two weeks he yeah was, the retching i remember was just yeah. almost like i couldn't even it was so much that it's like i couldn't even like I was so, like exhausted, you know, it was just feeling yeah. like my body felt really, I mean, my body always felt beat up after a session, but it just was like, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It was kind of just like, you know, well, you know, I'm just going to give it everything I got now type of thing. And it's like, I felt yeah. like it was just like, I felt like the best way I could describe it was like, I was bruised interiorly. Like you get in a fight and you see the bruises. Mine was like, it felt like interiorly I had all these bruises all over me, you know, from, from just Well, the and constant. you also had bruises from the, uh, the relics. The relics. I mean, I still have, you can't really see it here, but this, my left foot has like a little tiny, um, circle on it. And I can't remember for sure who was on my left foot. I think it maybe was St. Mary so Alacoque or... I, I, fast forward to the last session. So, um we had met with the psychotherapist and she wanted to um, talk to me. And so I remember saying to her, I feel like I need to renounce. And so we went through some of the things that were bothering me. Well, and just to pause, wasn't it most, it was mostly forgiveness issues. Cause remember yes. for both of us, the unforgiveness was what kept me from being liberated at the end. Right. So, so I think that was the combination of both of us having unforgiveness. Right. So in that last session, then we went in there just like any other time. And I sat next to you and you went through your renouncing of certain evils or sins and then father, he looked at me and said, okay, it's your turn. So I was a little taken back, but I wasn't expecting it. They hadn't prepped me for it. And maybe that was for the best. But I started to renounce certain things. And it was, I felt like I was getting choked a little bit. Whether it was just me getting choked up trying to renounce these things, which it more than likely was. Um, as I was renouncing, you were retching. I was holding your hand and each time I renounced a certain, whether it was forgiveness for or unforgiveness for a certain person or whomever, you were retching. And so father was just shocked and he stopped and he said, look at this. He's renouncing and she's retching. He goes, this is the sacrament of marriage, how two become one literally they're joined and so he, as he's renouncing he should be the one retching she's retching i mean it would have been nice if you retched a little <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I'll that was the, the final <laughs> session and eventually you were liberated praise be to god for that yeah i mean it's it's definitely like we can kind of look back at it now and laugh about some of the antics and stuff because you know you realize that the evil one only has the power which god gives him and he's such a baby if you think about it it's like he's stomping his feet like having a tantrum almost and that's what he it did. becomes in our lives it's like 
constant temper tantrum. And I think we'll, when we come back and maybe do a second podcast, we'll talk about some of the things that happened in the house and then some of the things that maybe after liberation kind of pop up here and there, mm-hmm. because I think that would be helpful to people. I think we'll probably end just because I don't want to make this too long. It's a lot of information. And, and we talk about this in a somewhat blunt way, but for a lot of people listening, I think it's probably a little bit overwhelming. Um, but I think this is helpful. And I would say, as I always like to end in with my podcast of, of kind of like a um, homework, I think the homework is really just for those who are married to just um, reinforce that bond by praying together and supporting each other you know, if you see that your spouse is suffering with a particular thing, like let's say, um, like unforgiveness, you know, encourage your spouse to renounce and, you know, that they can do that for themselves. They can renounce. And so encourage each other to really help clean, like cleanse themselves, you know, of all those things that they're holding on to. It doesn't, then you're not leaving space for the evil one. You know, anytime we hold on to sin or hold on to, um, something that's, that's unholy, it just leaves that opening for the evil one. So the more we can kind of clean house, the better it is for everybody. And as for you, as the leader of the family, you know, you can also pray over us, pray for us, bless our home, um, you know, take that, take on that role as, as the patriarch, you know, of the family. And we could both do that for our children, but you're the only one who can do it for all of us. So I would also encourage, um, you know, men, um, you know, to, to take charge of the family in that way. And if you're a single person, you could do it for yourself and that's fine. Um, but we can always do it for our children as well. Um, so on that, I just, I think we'll end and we'll just, um, as always just give glory to the father in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the father and to the son and to the the Holy Holy spirit Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning beginning, is now now, and ever shall be world without end. end. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. God bless you all.